Hi, it's Rachel Hollis, and this is the Start Today podcast. The Start Today community are people from every walk of life all around the world, but we all have one important thing in common. We're all trying to become a better version of ourselves. This is a community of dreamers and doers. This is a cohort of learners and leaders. This is a space where we celebrate trying again, learning from failure, and rooting each other on. We believe that when you start each day with gratitude and intention, you can produce incredible results. Start today this way. Hi guys, happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of the Start Today podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hollis. And because it's Friday and Fridays are for fun, I'm joined by producer Jack. Oh. That is not what I meant to press, but I like it. Oh. What is this? I don't know, but it's high quality. <laughs> Did we just find our new intro song? I think so. <laughs> I was trying to press the applause button. I was going to say it probably isn't best that I control the buttons, no, but it is, it is yeah. actually because it's like we gave it to a chimpanzee and we just are going to see what happens. Guys, it's Friday. We made it through another week. Do you have a favorite day of the week, Jack? Mm. Yeah, it's probably Friday. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I love a Friday evening. It re- It's like you did it. Mm-hmm. We made it. We made it through. Remember, I'm remembering this is so stupid. I would say you and I, I like to think, are similar vibes. And this is why we've worked together for so long, effectively. <laughs> Neither one of us, if we can possibly help it, we don't want to work a night or a weekend. Oh, no. 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 And we've actually had some very talented people come into our midst to work with us. And we've known almost immediately it's going to be a no for me, dog. Like, it's just not going to work because they're emailing us or slacking us at like 10 o'clock at night or two o'clock in the morning. And we're like, we love this. Mm -hmm. We love this for you. But just know this is not the cult. This is not our culture. And we don't, we want to work real hard, but we want to work real hard in normal times and then go to bed early. Go to bed early. It's, it's got to be some kind of like catastrophe has happened or we just got way behind is the only reason that we're interacting on a weekend. Right. So it really is when Friday evening rolls around, mm-hmm. it's the weekend. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. Pretty excited for this weekend, meaning this evening because it's been a long week. Maybe maybe on this podcast we don't let the word exist. Do we bleep it? There might be a bleep on that board. Nope. <laughs> kind of like that as the coverage of a cuss word mm-hmm. like on rhp the cussing gets through but on start today we keep it a little cleaner okay make it appropriate for Mima. right you know because right. that i like to think that this podcast is sort of the gateway mm. it's the gateway drug i gotcha that you think maybe i do want to work on a goal maybe yeah. i can try and pursue something maybe this is the season for me and then you dip your toe in the water mm-hmm Nice little bite size, 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Just a little something. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, fine, I'll go take a deeper dive on RHP 
and I'm going to really unpack my feelings and some childhood trauma, and I'm going to figure out how to get to the next level. So I like that for us, but that means we need to have a, a nice little, you know, cover of. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear it. It's... Oh, me. So I started out this week with some gratitude over on Monday's episode. I talked about something I was grateful for, and I'd love to ask you, Producer Jack, uh, what are you feeling grateful for this week? Let's see. Uh, well, it's been three or four years since I've been able to get the van into a shop, and just yesterday, I finally got it in. Awesome. And they're working on it because I brought it to shops before, but they don't work on it for like a whole week, and then I have to go. Oh, so wow. now I finally got it in. And they're working on it, and it's getting done. So for people who don't know your vibe, will mm. you explain your van? My van is a high-top Promaster 1500. Uh, I built I it out. I almost spit taste my coffee <laughs> because I know for a fact that very few people listening know what that meant, but someone Somebody. did, mm -hmm. and they just got so pumped yeah, for you. Like, That's the one I want. Yeah, yep. exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, continue. Well, it took me a whole year, me and my wife, Sarah, to build it out, and it is now perfect, and we're taking it across the country. It's got a little bathroom that I built. We've never used it, but we have it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know y'all never used it. Never used it. I mean, you guys not, don't even understand. Like, it's like a full-on house that oh, they yeah. have completely built out their stuff. You bought it as a shell. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would like to hearken back mm -hmm. to when I first heard about the van. Yes. So 2017, me and Jack and two or three, three other mm -hmm. people that we worked with at the time went to a personal development conference. This is so wild. It actually... In retrospect, it's kind of wild that you went to that. Yeah. So I had never been to a personal development conference. I really wanted to go. I wanted to go specifically to a Tony Robbins conference. This was six years ago. And I got the idea that I was going to do this. And so I said to the team at work, I was like, guys, I want to go. If you want to go, you got to have skin in the game. So I will cover half the cost mm -hmm. of your ticket and I will pay for your travel. But then you had to like pay for the other half of the ticket or whatever. And I think we had six team members and out of six, five of you or five of us mm -hmm. were like, let's go. So we all got in my minivan and we rolled up to San Jose. And do you remember? First, we took a tour at some like. Oh, Winchester Mystery yeah. House. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> My kids obviously were not with us, and even my kids know that story. They're like, remember when you and Jack were in this? Oh, that was so fun, you guys. If you are born and raised in California, Southern California, you maybe are familiar with the Winchester Mystery House. As a little girl, I had always wanted to go visit this thing. And when I realized that we were driving through the place where it existed, I was like, you guys, will you go on this tour with me? And of course, they're down to clown. Everyone's like, yeah, sure, we'll go. And blessed assurance the tour guide is dressed is like in period dress like full victorian gown taking it very seriously as is everyone else in this tour i don't know did you come up with the game like, i think you did well i don't even know where it came from but it was like let's make a dare to see who in our group can ask the tour guide the most ridiculous question. But if you laugh when you ask the question, like you have to ask it seriously. And if you laugh, you're out of the game. 
I highly recommend this for any sort of tour situation. We pissed ourselves. We, I can't. Do you remember any of the questions I remember Michelle asking what I dubbed to be the funny. (laughs) I can't. No one listening to this is going to think this is funny. But imagine you guys are on a tour with like, 40 people and you're going to this old timey house and the whole house is set up with furniture and accessories. We get to the kitchen. Now, mind you at this point, oh, I remember my question, which now is going to sound dumb, but I thought it was very funny at the time. We were in her room, the woman who built this crazy house. We were in her room and there was, they were just saying like, and this is from this place. And there was a screen and they were like, and this screen was brought in all the way from China. And I raised my hand and I was like, like the China? (laughs) And I think I was the first person who asked the question. So what made it funny was all of you like holding the laughter, like the real, she was like, yeah. I'm like, no, no, but like the country, China? And I just kept on that. We get to the kitchen, there's all this fake food. It's set up and Michelle (laughs) interrupts the tour guide and asks, She's like, excuse me, do you you know what her favorite pie flavor was? Because there were all these fake pies behind the tour guide. This is this part. Maybe we edit out. This is so dumb. But you had to be there. This is not the point at all. The point is. Side note, I think you won that game. I don't remember your question, but you won. I don't either, but I remember it was like. It was like it was subtle, so but subtle, good. but so funny. I wish it'll come to me. Yeah, this was, by the way, the, which is your style. You just like <laughs> secretly slide something in. We drive up to San Jose. We go to a personal development conference. Can I ask? Because knowing you now, even, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing you would do. And we hadn't ever, we hadn't had a Rise uh-huh. conference. We hadn't done anything. We had a company where we did a blog, a lifestyle blog, and we made what we would now call like influencer content Mm -hmm. for lifestyle stuff. But we didn't even know what we were doing. We're just like, oh, these brands will pay us to make these videos and do whatever. Do you remember me asking and like why you decided to go? I think because I had never heard of it before. And I was like, well, let's try it. That's amazing. What's going on? And when you go in the first day and it's 14,000 people in arena, I think we all were like, oh, you know what? What I remember watching the Tony Robbins documentary first yes. and then deciding, I was like, this looks intense. Okay. Let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And I was so happy that it wasn't such an intimate crowd, like on those videos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it good, was good pretty, thing. There's 14,000 people. Yeah. It was pretty, it was still pretty intense. Oh yeah. hundred percent. It was like four days and the first day is crazy. The first day is like 14 hours and it ends with you walking on fire. I'm not exaggerating. 14,000 people roll out to a parking lot where they have all these coals and you've been training for like two and a half hours for how you're going to walk on fire. It's like one in the morning. Yes, one in the morning to prove to yourself that you can do anything. You can do things you didn't think you could. Y'all, true story, we left early. We did. We couldn't. We had been there. I definitely could have done it. We That was a thing. No one was confused about whether or not they could walk on fire. We were confused about when we were going to get to get it food Mm -hmm. and get to sleep so the next day we come into this conference and everyone's like good morning firewalkers (laughs) and we're all like yeah even though we definitely didn't do it but that was the first time i heard you talk about the van oh yeah yeah that was the first time i had heard you talk about it so you had had that as a dream for a while yeah it was a van or land 
That's yeah. Weird. And now you have both. I now I have both. So sick, yep. bro. Goals. I, I love though, this is why I'm so passionate about personal development and everybody having a goal and working towards something because you and I have very, very different goals in life. <laughs> but we can be aligned as human beings who are just like, yeah, you're working on your thing and I'm working on my thing yep. and that's rad. That's what the Start Today community is to me and why I was so excited to bring it back. I keep saying over and over, Start Today was never a journal. Start Today was a mindset, is a mindset of people who are like, I want to make my own van so I could drive it all around the country and have a home on wheels, which you totally have done. Yeah. I remember it wasn't that much longer after we did that that you were like, I bought a van. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like that was a catalyst for you to be like, I'm going to go? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Can you remember why it felt possible when maybe it afterwards? Had, yeah. I think because I had, was always second guessing myself. I was like, no, nah, you can't afford this. And then I was like, it. Let's, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you'll leave it. it. Yeah. Um, let's let's just do it. You only yeah. live once. Get yeah. Then, you know, worry about it later. Right. <laughs> well, I do think, number one, when we call our shot, I don't think I know. When we call our shot, the universe rises up to meet us. Oh, yeah. And when you have something like that that you really want, I swear you figure out a way. You oh, find yeah. a way, but you have to start on the path. That's the thing that most people will fail to do is that they talk themselves out of it because it feels so crazy. Mm -hmm. Like you're like, oh, that's nuts. Or I can't do that thing or that. Or or we start to kind of nitpick our financials in one area that we're really excited about, but we will unconsciously spend in another area that we're, you know, like you'll spend in this area over something so stupid without thought but then you're going on a family vacation and, you know, for a hundred extra bucks, you can ride in Comfort Plus, which you know would be better for you. You got all these kids. It'll make it's better on your back. It's the whole thing. And you won't spend a hundred extra dollars to make it such a better experience for yourself. But you'll spend a hundred dollars door dashing dinner. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. We just make these unconscious decisions all the time that keep us from the actual experience that we want to have. Yep. I saw this Instagram the other day from Jesse Itzler, who we love, who's very intense, but we love him for his intensity. And he was saying, and this is funny because he's like, he and Sarah are like billionaires, like with bees, they're billionaires. So him saying this is hilarious, but he's like, I don't have money to buy stuff. I never wanted to buy stuff. I wanted money because it would allow me to have the experiences that I want to have. And that resonates so deeply with me because any money that I, like my wealth has always gone into an experience. You know, you know, I love a vacay with these kids. These kids are so screwed when they go out into the world and try and go on a vacation with their own money. Did I tell you Jackson went to the mall with his friend? Drove himself to the mall. He's a driver now. He's got his car, whatever. Goes to the mall. He comes back. He said, Mom, do you know that parking at the mall costs $17? And I was like, I do know that, buddy. I do know that. That's why you park here. That's why you walk. That's why you take your bike. That's why you do that, that, that. Because when mom's not fronting the bill, it's a whole other thing. Mm. But yeah, 
I love an experience. And honestly, this van for you allowed you to have so many experiences. So many experiences, but also like a totally different lifestyle than you oh, had before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're really funny because we'll be like, oh, we have a tour stop and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I'm driving. I'm like, Jack, that's 12 hours. You did that once. We went to my, Nashville. Yeah, that was my favorite. I love that drive. That was awesome. When we were in Texas and we we're like, yeah, we're going to something to Nashville. And I was like, oh, 12 hours. I got that. So I got to bring crazy. all the, the best podcast You equipment. did. You brought it all. Yeah. That was very nice. That just reminded me, if you are listening to this on the day it comes out, which is October 13th, next week are our last two stops for the tour for 2023. Chicago, Minneapolis. If you are in either one of those cities or nearby those cities, come hang out with us. Asan, the DJ's coming. We're having a dance party. Jack will be there. I'll be there. You'll laugh until you pee your pants a little bit. Word of advice, don't bring your boyfriend or your husband unless he's down to clown. And by down to clown, I mean down to laugh at jokes about uterus. If he, if you're like, I don't know if Steve is into uterus jokes. He's not, okay? If he was, you'd know. Number two, don't bring your children. They are under, I'd say 16. I'd prefer 18. But if they're under 18, this is not, this is not the conversation for them. This is for grown people who like to laugh about periods. <laughs> it's not just about periods, but there's a lot of jokes about being a woman. So that's next week. On Monday this week, I did an episode where I talked about the importance of asking better questions, that often in life, when we're not getting the results that we want, when we're not getting the answer we want, we blame the answer instead of blaming the question. The question was too specific. It wasn't broad enough. You need to come at it from a different angle. And if you didn't listen to that episode, go back and check it out. But it just so happens that I was digging around in our closet here at the studio and I found a bunch of questions from people who have come to the podcast tour, and they wrote down their questions on little note cards for me, and I still have the note cards. So I thought it'd be fun if I answer these questions, but maybe, Jack, you also weigh in. Oh, yeah, goodness, I know. Get ready. All right. So this one says, how do you motivate your family or your team when you feel empty? My instinct on this, without taking a 45-minute deep dive, is you don't. You don't try and motivate other people when you feel empty. If you feel empty, your number one priority is filling up your cup. I've told this story a million times about the idea of an empty vase. Imagine an empty vase sitting on a table. The vase is made of glass and someone is pouring water into the vase. And that water represents everything that we need to survive, not just survive, but thrive. It's goodness, it's light, it's joy, it's security. All the good stuff is in the water and it's being poured into the vase. And the vase represents you. What most people will do is they're getting all of this great stuff poured into them and they try and tip over a little bit to spill some of the goodness out on their family, to spill it out on their children, their team at work, their church community. They keep tipping and tipping and tipping, but what will happen to a glass vase if it keeps tipping is that eventually it will fall over and break. Now, the flip side of that, if that vase, if you would just stand tall and firm and allow the goodness to be poured into you, then eventually that goodness would rise all the way up the vase and spill over the top and it would spill out on everyone around you because you are so full that your fullness and your abundance is now giving to those in your sphere. 
So don't try and motivate people when you are feeling empty. That is a recipe for bitterness. That's a recipe for rage. And it's also why so many female leaders are burnout. What do you got, Jack? That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> I just press any button at random, and that's solid. what happened. Okay, I'm just going to read it. It's the next one, and it's what, it's what the universe wanted us to answer today. She says, more for the podcast. In the last book, you talked about other people putting you in a box or even us personally putting ourselves in a box. How do you get out of the box? Also, what movie does this make you think of? What's in the box? Anyone? Is that seven? Yes. Yes. Gwyneth. Gwyneth's head's what's in the box. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag never forget. How do you get out of the box? Well, okay. Go to I a think, Tony Robbins concert? Yeah. Go, yeah. Go to UPW. Um, no, I think I actually talked about this a ton on tour, but I think getting out of the box starts by you doing something that you don't think, quote, someone like you should do. You've always wanted a tattoo, but someone, I'm not the kind of person who gets tattoos. You've always wanted to run a 5K, but you know that's for other kind of people. That's for my sister or my cousin. Like you see these things that you admire. You see you know, a certain way of doing your makeup or you see a job that would be really cool or you dream of like having a sprinter van that you deck out. And you do something, and it doesn't have to be like full tilt by the van, but you do something that you personally didn't believe you could do. Because when you do something that's outside of how you think about yourself, you're like, holy crap. I'm the kind of person who gets tattoos now. I'm the kind of person who runs a race now. I'm the kind of person who has the courage to walk up to somebody in a bar and ask them out on a date. In the next five minutes, you could do something that you personally didn't think you could do and forever change the way you see yourself. It starts with that. It starts with you having the courage to do something daring and then adding on to that foundationally. So like you keep stacking one thing on top of another until you can't possibly be in a box because you are this beautiful creation that's weird and wonderful and unique that can't possibly be a creation of anyone else's making because it's your exclusive design. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get yourself out of the box? And uh, this is a serious question because you are a very unique human. Oh, thank you. You are. Don't, do you think you are? A lot of people say that, but I don't, I don't You don't so. see it. Oh, yeah. you're so unique and you're so utterly yourself. I've never met somebody like you and I'm positive I never oh, wow. will meet someone exactly like you again. Then I also, by the way, think that it's one of the reasons you're so magnetic. It's why anybody who comes in podcasts, like it doesn't matter what celebrity it is, it doesn't matter who they are, everybody loves Jack. I mean, we could have a sitcom <laughs> called Everybody Loves Jack because when someone is totally comfortable with themselves it radiates. It's like a drug, like people want to be around it. So do you feel like you've just always been that way? I think so. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. I don't think I've ever changed. Right. Yeah. Do you remember ever being self-conscious about how you showed up in the world or you just always were like this beautiful weirdo? I think, I mean, I do have that, but. Do you? 
though. Sure. Well, yeah. that's crazy, Jack. You, yeah. No one would ever know. No, that. that's crazy. Yeah. No, no, no way. I mean, I mean, every. I feel like everybody has a little bit of that. Yeah, I definitely don't think that about you at all. I just think that you're like freaking vibing. You're just vibing through <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, mostly. But you know, <laughs> everybody has their couple of things that they're like always on their mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, so there's not something specifically that you think. Do you think like the way your mom raised you, or like, is mm. there anything that you're like this probably contributed to me just being me? That's a good question. I mean, it probably has something to do with my mom. Yeah. 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 We'll get Patty on here. She'll tell oh, us. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. She'll give us the she'll, advice. She'll be terrified. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I definitely have at least one. They're all little unique creatures, but definitely I've got a weirdo. Mm-hmm. I've got a little weirdo and we love him, but he is very special and unique. And I do wonder a lot how to encourage him to be his wonderful, weird, unique self, but also not do that in such a way that it's hard to function in middle school. Mm. If you're so out there that like you don't have any friends, like I sometimes wonder if I'm his best friend, which is like fine and also a little bit like, oh, buddy. Uh, so, so yeah. So I was just curious if there's anything that you feel like helps. You know, it you. might all, it might be because I was an only child, and so oh. I got everything I needed, all the support, and so maybe that's yeah. What it is. I wonder if any of you who are onlys are like nodding right now, like, yep, that was that's the key. Not spoiled though. Yeah. Not a spoiled only. Yeah, but yeah. just like a yeah, you were yeah. like such a little individual. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't have to compete or nothing. I don't know. Well, I mean, besides giving away the other three kids, I don't know. <laughs> we'll come up with another solution. <laughs> uh, these questions came from podcast tour, but if you guys have a question that you want to ask, I want to make sure you know about the hotline. We got a hotline, 737-400-4626. If you press one, you can ask me a question. If you press two, start today, fam. I really, really, really would love to ask you to do this. Please, if you are an STJ dream catcher, if you know, you know, will you please call in and tell us your story? Because I think there is nothing more motivational to other human beings than hearing how another human being made their dream a reality. So if you've got a great story like that, please call and let us know what it is. You will call 737-400-4626. And there's a little prompt for me, but also you're just going to hit number two on your phone. And that's how you'll tell us your story. Wait, Jack, it's Friday. And on Fridays, we have fun. And that means fun time trivia. That's what it's going to feel like. Here yep, we go. Here we go. In this episode, you guys are going to play me in a trivia competition. Jack's going to ask us five questions. We're going to give you a few seconds to answer before I do to see if you're smarter than a fifth grader, which is my reading level. All right. Today we're doing entertainment trivia. Okay. Hopefully I'll be better than last week. This one's cool. What was the first toy to be advertised on TV? <sighs> Slinky. No. Dang it. Mr. Potato Head. Oh, that feels right. That feels right. Okay, so I'm batting a thousand. You probably get this one. Okay. What was the first feature-length animated movie ever released? Snow White. Ding, ding. Ding, Got ding. Got it. I'll take that. All right. What awards 
has an EGOT winner won. Oh, I know this. Of course I know this because I plan to be one. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Oh, all right. Thank you. What was the biggest selling music single of all time? Single? Oh, buddy. What was the biggest selling single of all time? Okay. I'm going to ask a qualifying question. I, sh- I don't know the answer straight away, but I just, for those of us who are confused, was it by a man or a woman? I honestly don't know. Oh, you don't recognize the name? That means something. Wait, Rachel, get it together. What would this be if he doesn't know what it is? The biggest selling single of all. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm being dumb. It okay. was a man. So it's Michael Jackson. No. Oh. It's actually something we recently did. Or somebody we recently talked to. Oh. Elton John? Mm Mm-hmm. The biggest single of all time? Biggest selling single. Was it when they remade that one song for Princess Diana? No. I have no idea. Is it Candle in the Wind? It is. Oh, okay, yeah. It would have been when they... I bet you it's that. Because they originally wrote the song for Marilyn Monroe. And then when Princess Diana died, and everyone was so devastated, they remade the song. And I bet you it's people who were like supporting that. Also, for a billion dollars, I couldn't have told you that was the number one song. Okay. Wow. We learn something new every day here on Fun Friday. Was that it? Was that five? Uh, Oh, we did three last time. No, we did five. We did? Yeah. Oh, my. Remember, we had M&M's. <laughs> All right. Uh, what TV series showed the first interracial kiss on American network television? Wow. Also, how crazy that this had to be a thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Star Trek. Star Trek. You know. In what year does it say? Oh, it doesn't have a year. It better be like the 70s one, the 80s one, and not like Star Trek 2000 or something. (laughs) Guys, happy Friday. As it's Friday, it's the end of the week for some of us. Some of us maybe are just starting out, but whatever day this finds you in, I want you to think of it as an opportunity to finish strong. One way or another, the sun is going to set on this day. And what are two or three things that you could accomplish today That by the time the sun goes down, by the time you get in bed this evening, you're going to feel really proud of yourself and accomplished for doing those things. Think about that as you head into whatever is next for you and know that along the way, we love you and we're rooting for you and we will see you back here on Monday for more Start Today. The Start Today podcast is hosted and produced by Rachel Hollis. Executive produced by Jack Noble. Audio editing by Andrew Weller. It is part of the 3% Chance Network.